part of taking care of sheep is making sure that you take care of the wool. Shearing sheep several times a year is an important part of ensuring that proper maintenance. Coming to you from the southern end of the world's longest barn, I'm Nate Zimdars, and I am speaking with Joe Huber. He runs Huber Sheep Shearing, and he has been shearing sheep for decades, and he actually travels all across the state shearing sheep for farmers, and I'm here speaking with him at the Sheep and Wool Festival about what exactly goes into shearing sheep. Joe, can you tell me, how did you get your start shearing sheep? So my father did it. Dad's 82 now, so Dad did it since he was 15. His 4-H agent took him to shearing school and uh, come home, and he said he wasn't going to shear sheep, and Grandpa bought a clippers, and Dad started shearing, and from there, the neighbors found out, and the word just traveled. So, you know, Huber Sheep Shearing's been around for, what, 67 years, and we really don't advertise. It's just word of mouth. I had four brothers, and uh, Dad taught me, and at one time, I always say I was good at it. In 88, I was national champion. And I was professional champion at uh, state level here quite a few times. So I always say at one time I was good. I just enjoy doing it. We have families that we have sheared for for 45, 50 years plus between dad and I. So I had four brothers. I have three sons. My three sons shear. My brothers have kind of give it up. My youngest son is out in Cedar Rapids, Iowa. And he actually shears full time out there now. You're shearing mostly on the weekends, correct? And how busy do you keep on the weekends shearing sheep for folks? So I work for Awesome Farms. Uh, Before this, I worked for uh, Wagner Farms. So I've been in the potato side of it. This is my 36th year of harvesting potatoes, and I always had great employees. Both Mr. Wagner and Larry Awesome work with my shearing. So when potatoes have to be dug, I'm there to plant their potatoes and dig their potatoes. But otherwise, our busy time starts first of November, and Josh and I and Jeff... And Jordan will come home, but most of the time I take off Fridays and share Fridays and Saturdays. On Sundays, I don't want to go out. That's the only time I have a farm to home. We run a couple hundred acres, and we have 80 head of ewes and 20 head of beef cows. So that's the time I get caught up to home. So usually it's Friday and Saturday most of the time from November 1st through July. But in the heart of the season, I do take off work. There's times that I'll share four to five days a week just to try to get done. We share most of the sheep we share, we share before lambing. And how big are the flocks that you're typically working with? Are we working with larger flocks? Are they smaller? Is it a blend? So the biggest flock we have in Wisconsin that the boys and I do is about 700 head and usually if we go in to do that job the three boys and I are together which will take us a couple days and everybody says what's the smallest flock you stop for I'll stop for one I mean it is a you know stop charge or setup charge whatever you want to say so it's anywhere from one to whatever you know and a lot of times in the summertime uh, people have one or two and they're close to home that they will bring them to my place and I'll set up in the evenings you know it's either my time and gas or it's your time and gas how do you want to look at it I give them that option if I can and are you traveling just in Wisconsin or do you sometimes go out of state to shear sheep for people so my rule of thumb was since 88 was the last time I left I was in Minnesota but since 88 I never left the state. I said the state line's my boundary. But with Jordan out in Iowa, Cedar Rapids, Iowa, I have crossed the border into Iowa now. I still try to stay here with Jordan Sheeran full-time. He's kind of handling it himself, where instead of doing it in a day out there, two, three hundred head takes him two, three days by himself. I mean, that's his full-time job now with helping his father-in-law. And so, like I say, I have not sheared in Illinois, but Josh and Jordan both have sheared in Illinois. So they uh, have crossed the line that way, but not far over. I I say I don't have time to get the ones done in Wisconsin. If I jump to Mississippi, I'll be in Nebraska before I know it. How many farms are you working with during the course of a year? And do you go to these farms multiple times during the year, or do some farms you just visit maybe once? 
probably 90% of the sheep we shear, we shear once a year. That's the way you get the longest fiber length. But we do have some of these people that have show flocks that we visit twice a year. They want to shear them twice a year. They don't care about the shearing bill. So they just want their sheep to look cleaner. But uh, otherwise, it's once a year. And like I say, our busy time, you know, we shear 12 months out of the year. But our busy time is November till, we always say we want it to be done by the 1st of June, but it never happens. I mean, the first 90 degree day, the phone don't stop ringing. And I always tell the people, it'd be nice if you thought about the shear that has to shear in 90 degree weather. But we do shear a lot in the summertime, but we choose not to if we can help it. We like to shear them before lambing. And do you work with a variety of breeds or is it pretty stereotypical the type of sheep you're working with? We shear anything and everything. We also shear some Angora goats and some llama apacas. The biggest herd of apaca llamas is in the dells that we shear for, and it's about 30 head there. But otherwise, it's just one or two here and there on a farm. We shear any breed. They all got to be sheared, just some shear tougher than others. And what are the toughest breeds to shear for you? I would say you, you take your wool breeds that shear 12 to 16 pounds of wool. So you take like a Targi, a Columbia, Rambouillet, Merino. They're your hardest shearing ones. I mean, just because they're shearing, there's so many more fibers per square inch. I would say if I had to pick one, I'm going to say it's probably the Rambouillet. They're just uh, always a little drier. Merinos have more wrinkles, but uh, they're softer underneath and it just shears easier. How different is it for you to go from shearing sheep to, say, goats and alpacas? Goats, we always say they don't have a backbone, so we also use a different comb on goats, but they don't sit in our lap the way a sheep does. So we do charge, you know, usually in Gora goats, twice the money as a sheep. Now alpacas and llamas, most of the time we shear them standing up. We just tie their head up high up by a post and shear them standing up. But once in a while with the alpacas, the smaller ones, they always like to lay down on us. So we uh, actually will set them on their butt just like a sheep and shear them that way. It takes two guys to do that, one to hang on to them and one to shear. How much does it cost to shear a sheep? Do you go by the wool? Do you go by the head? We charge by the head. So we do handle. In the past, we have handled for Mid-States wool growers, which Mid-States wool growers, after 110 years, have closed the doors. Wool is not very good price right now in the open market. So we charge by the head. We handle the wool for the farmer if they want us to handle it. So we get it home in a semi-load lot, and we'd always ship it to Columbus, Ohio. So price-wise, it all depends upon how many you have. You know, we kind of have a base price, but if you have five sheep, I've got to charge more for a setup charge. The sheer five sheep, it's going to take me an hour, where if I'm set up on a job all day long, I want to be shearing 18 to 20 sheep per hour. So how fast does it typically take you to get one sheep done? So like I say, if I shear, say, 15 an hour, that's four minutes. So if I'm shearing that 18 to 20, you know, it's three to four minutes. And we stop about every hour and take a break. Help the farmer, you know, we usually shear till we got a bag full of wool, sew that off, help the farmer refill the pen. Some of it is, yes, we're here to make a dollar, but we have a lot of good relationships and some farmers don't have all the help, so we are not afraid to do that. We, Like I say, we have families that we have sheared for between my dad and I for 45, 50 years. Maybe 55 is the longest, I think. So we have long relationships, and that's some of it that keeps me going, that you grew up with their kids. We have a client over in Reedsburg. We're shearing for his grandkids. So we have one family in Arkdale that uh, we're shearing for the fourth generation. So just good friendships is what we have. So are there other sheep shearers in the state that you know of, or would you consider yourself a rare breed being a sheep shearer? We're kind of a rare breed, but there is other shearers. There's, I'm going to say, 
four to five that shear something like I do probably. I don't know of any one shear that shears full-time like my dad sheared full-time he had a little farm at on the side i would say we shear probably the most in wisconsin just because you know i have three boys that shear with me but like i say and we'll travel statewide so we we don't leave the state besides going to help jordan how much have you seen the way shearing is done change over the decades that you've been involved as far as processes and technology technology really hasn't changed as far as we use the australian new zealand method and that really hasn't changed. The equipment has changed some. My last handpiece that holds the blade came from Switzerland, and the technology in it, it just runs smoother. It's a smaller barrel in my hand to hang on to. Combs have changed since I started shearing. Now they have a lot with flares on them, so we're using a three-inch head, and the comb is basically three-inch with flares that will gather up to three-and-a-half inches of wool. Has your business been pretty consistent over the years, or have you seen more and more folks leave raising sheep and lowering the need for sheep shearers? I would say the numbers are down in Wisconsin. Some of it's the wool price. Some of it, they have, you know, hair sheep now. You can't find shears. So yes, what we used to shear years ago is less than what we shear now. Like I say, dad was shearing full-time, the walkers. There was a father-son out of Dalton, Wisconsin. They sheared a lot, but there's not as many big flocks. So yes, I would say the numbers are down. And dad always says, the numbers are down, but I look at that what dad used to do all week when he had three, four sons that would cheer with him or just like me, we go and do them in two days, what took dad all week to do. And the sheep have got bigger. I mean, so over time, sheep have got bigger, so you just don't get over as many. How do you view the sheep industry in Wisconsin in general? What does the future look like? I think they come with these hair sheep. I think the sheep numbers are there. You know, you see people come and go in and out of the business all the time. We don't see the big flocks like we used to. It's hard to uh, really make a living off sheep unless you have, you know, that three, four hundred head. But even them guys seem to have a job off the farm. People have learned to make byproducts out of the wool. Right now, the new thing is is uh, people making pellets out of wool for gardeners and putting it in plant pot. So like I say, you see the numbers go up and down, but I see it where it has declined over the years. The times may have changed a little bit. There may be less sheep than what there once was, but as long as there's sheep, there's still going to be a need for people to shear those sheep. And Joe Huber is just one of those people with Huber Sheep Shearing. Coming to you from the southern end of the world's longest barn in Madison, I'm Nate Zimdars.